What's up, everybody? Thanks again for joining me for another edition of March 4th with Mike Bauman. I, of course, am your host, Mike Bauman. Whoever you are, wherever you are listening from, thank you so much for checking out the podcast. If you're a returning listener, I greatly appreciate your continued love and support. And if you're a brand new listener of the show, man, thank you so much for hopping aboard that pirate ship. You can follow me on Instagram at March 4th Pod, on YouTube at March 4th Pod. My website is march4th.podbean.com. The link tree with all of my stuff is in the podcast description for this episode. Y'all made it here, so you fam us somehow. And I truly appreciate each and every one of you checking out another edition of the March 4th with Mike Baum and Podcast. I hope that everybody's doing well out there. I'm feeling much better. It's been uh, a crazy couple of weeks, um, but I'm doing good, man. I was sick last week, and I, I still got some some crap coming out. Maybe that's TMI, but uh, but my voice feels well enough to still record. I did a show, a future episode earlier today. Shout out Forever May Fall. Keep an eye out for those guys. They're killing it right now. Um, so that'll be coming out in October. And uh, yeah, man, I just been uh, trying to get some decent sleep, drinking my my fluids, eating my vitamins, staying hydrated, and uh, excuse me, you know, just all in all, man, just trying to stay on the up and up, and a lot of positive things going on in my life right now, and um, I'm really excited about uh, a lot of the things that are that are happening. Um, it was it was tough a few weeks ago with my my grandma passing, but um, it was good to see family. It was good to have the support that I had during that time and, uh, the continued support I'm getting, it's just, uh, it's, it's making me, you know, filled with a lot of, uh, a lot of gratitude and a lot of hope for the future and just, uh, faith and positivity and possibilities. And, and I hope that all of you out there, if you're struggling right now, just know that things get better, man. Just, just stick with it, stick with it, stick, stick by the people who stick by you you know, the people who love you, the people who support you, the people who lift you up. And and I promise you there will be brighter days ahead. Just don't quit on your dreams. Don't quit on yourselves. Don't quit on the people that you love. Don't quit on the people who love you. And don't be afraid to ask for help if you need some help. I think that's really important for, for all of us to remember, you know, that there there is light at the end of the tunnel and there's no shame in asking for help. That's one of the best things you can do is just talk to somebody who who loves you, who you trust, you know, because the people who love you will stick by you. They will lend an ear to listen. Maybe they'll give you some advice. Sometimes we need a little bit of tough love too, but just just make sure that you you stay with it. You know, um, seek seek it through whatever it is. And uh, I promise you better days are coming, man. And that's coming from from somebody who's who's been through his rough patches these last couple of years. And uh, I'm glad that I didn't quit on this podcast. I'm glad that I didn't quit on my inner circle and I'm glad that I didn't quit on just uh belief that there there are greater days ahead and really trying to manifest positivity into your life. Um I I literally have written down the things that I've wanted and by God, uh they are coming true. So I think there's a lot of power in getting your thoughts out of your head. Um one, recognizing you are not your thoughts. And uh, we all have intrusive thoughts. We all have those dark clouds, but uh, view them as passing clouds and recognize you are not your thoughts when it comes to the negative thoughts. And when it comes to the positive thoughts, recognize how powerful 
they are. Uh, that was something forever may fall. That was something that that came up on our conversation, uh, which again you guys will hear on a future episode. Uh, but but just how how powerful positive thoughts are and how powerful positivity is, especially compared to negativity. And I think if you take the time to write down the things that you want and write down the things that make you happy, write down the things that make you grateful, and you put it on paper, um, it, it man, I'm telling you. <laughs> Stuff will come to you when, when you're ready in due time. So, so yeah, keep the faith and be kind to one another. I say at the end of every episode as a, as a tribute to my grandfather, but I'm going to say it at the beginning of this one too, just because I'm in a good mood, I'm feeling better, and I want all y'all to feel better too, man. And uh, it's good to connect with people in a positive way, to spread love, to spread joy, and uh, to make people smile and, and you know bring out the best in each other, man. I, I truly believe, as cheesy as it sounds, that love is the most powerful force in the universe. That's why we can bond with animals. That's why we can bond with each other. That's why we feel these connections and these vibes when they happen, because it's real. Energy is real. We are all energy and we all have antennas and it. it's, it's so much of it is just what you tune your antenna to. Um, you know, cause we get to decide that we get to decide who and what we interact with on social media, on our phones, what we watch on TV, uh, the books we read, the people we spend time around and uh and and all those things go a long way in, into determining what what our today looks like and ultimately affecting our tomorrow. So yeah, man, tune your antenna to to positive vibes and, and watch your life change for the better. Uh but yeah, I'm just excited to to connect with all of you. I, I can't thank everybody enough for for you know riding with me on this journey over these last three plus years now. It's it's insane since I've gotten the podcast really going full bore again and i'm just incredibly grateful incredibly grateful and we just getting started man so uh for those of you who are new to the show if this week's guest brought you here welcome aboard that pirate ship uh and if you if you like what you hear uh i i would greatly appreciate if you take the time to like and subscribe and tell your friends about the show because it goes a long long way in helping get these conversations out to more people man and ultimately that is what i want not because I'm trying to be rich and famous. Uh, don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna shy away from any potential negotiations for exclusivity. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I digress. But but really, I'm doing this because I love to do it and I love to connect with people. And so uh, the rest will take care of itself. But if you do enjoy the show, spread the word on it because it helps. It helps put people on to to the guests that I have on the show. And this week's guest. Uh, are, are three dudes, a, a trio of, of good gents that I, I have a ton of respect for, a ton of love for. Uh, I, 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 speaking of positive vibes and connections, the, the first time I linked up with these guys was over two years ago in 2021. This is their third time back on the show. I guess three's the numbers for this week's show. They are none other than the Free Boys out of Arizona. We've got Kirsten. Bricks and Spicasso. I love these dudes. All three of them are spitters on the mic. They're incredible rappers and really kind human beings as well and hilarious. They, in addition to their music, have a podcast called Free Ain't Free. You can check it out on Twitch or wherever you get your podcasts. This year they've had season three. Spicasso just welcomed a new baby girl with his wife. Earlier this month in September, so I want to say congrats again, Spicasso, to you and your wife on another healthy baby, man. It's awesome to see your family growing. Uh, but I love these guys, man, genuinely. It's it's really cool when you can connect with people from 
different walks of life and find common ground. Their their podcast is hilarious. It's it's great because it's just three buddies talking about anything and everything under the sun, man. And you know these guys like to read up on a variety of topics. They like to have fun talking about a variety of topics. And uh, that's what we do on this podcast. But since the last time we talked, I mean, musically, I, I think even though all three of these guys don't take themselves too seriously, they take their work very seriously and they take their families and their loved ones very seriously. And that's how, you know, or I should say that's why rather I, I respect them so much because I relate to them a lot on, on those levels in terms of, you know, not taking yourself too seriously, but taking your work seriously, taking your, your relationships with the people you care about seriously and your interactions with people seriously. And like I said, man, these guys are spitters. The last time we talked, the latest single they had was Four I Leave, which was 2022. And then after we talked, right about a year ago in October, uh, they dropped Menudo Music Volume 1, which was sick. Had a lot of awesome Latin influence on it. We talk about that on this show. And this year alone, they've released Takeout Box, Have a Good Day. And the latest single, which just came out at the beginning of August, is To My Death. Both the artwork and the single is sick. And uh, I, I just love what these guys are doing, man. They, they really give you kind of the full gamut in their releases. So if you're a fan of hip-hop, definitely check out what they're doing. Uh, because to me, they, they should not be slept on. And I'm not just saying that because I really respect these dudes. They are really great on the mic as spitters. And they are great on the mic as well as podcasters. And it was fun to get them back on the show. We cover a lot of ground in this one. We talk everything from spirituality to you know kind of like you know uh life after death kind of stuff we talk about fatherhood because bricks and spicasso are fathers we talk about kind of just growing up you know religious influence we we talk about their music i mean we, we cover the whole gamut on this one and and we have fun chopping it up i mean like i said these guys to me are like brothers from other mothers for real and and it's and it's fun catching up with them every time they come on the show and uh, i felt like we probably could have talked for three hours uh but uh i didn't want to keep them forever but uh we, we had a good conversation man it's uh it's always fun to catch up with these dudes so without further ado i'm gonna shut my big yapper and give you guys my conversation with curse bricks and spicasso of the free boys <laughs> Right there we go. Well, dudes, thank you so much again for for coming on board. It's it's fun even chopping it up before we officially hit record, man. It's uh, and this is the third time y'all have been on the podcast now. It's crazy how three two years since we first came in touch on the old Instagram. But thanks for coming back, fellas. It's good talking to you again. Thanks for having me, bro. Definitely, definitely, bro. It's good to be back. So just as a good place to start, man, like uh, in addition to the to the music y'all are cranking out, free free is booming. Um, it's been cool to 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 listen to the shows and to see it growing from a distance, to see you guys growing the Twitch stream. And I know uh, even the artwork that you guys have, like your podcast logo, wasn't it a fan who came up with that too? Like just talk to me about what it's been <laughs> like to build an audience with the podcast in addition to the music with with y'all's friendship and just connection that you guys have had for so many years now. Go ahead, Curse. Me? I didn't do the <laughs> logo. I didn't do well, any of the, that. The I manager, just dropped the logo last week. He said, I didn't do any of that. <laughs> it was basically uh, one of our viewers. Yeah, I guess I'll pick up on that part, and then, uh, you know, we can, I guess, three-part answer it. But 
uh, it was one of our viewers. They had hit us up on our Twitter uh, just asking, you know, what I mean, like, hey, you know, I'm I'm doing a lot of artwork for up and coming streamers. Are you interested in getting some work done? Shout out, Nancy. Um, then uh, I just we pretty much just hit her up with all of the details that we wanted. You know, what I mean, we told her three stoners make it look like Beavis and Butthead. And just have our brains, you know what I mean? Like we literally just told her some some stoner shit, <laughs> and, and and lo and behold, she came up with it and exactly how we pictured it. We we're like spot fucking on, man. So uh, shout out to her. Yeah, she 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 came through, did the work, um, and then once we once we implemented that, I mean, we kind of see how like people took us more serious too. Started to tune in more. We saw a lot of people even taking our little countdown screens. Shout out to them. <laughs> oh yeah i'll, yeah, I'll add cool. to that i guess like we like in the design uh it was a little stonerish but we did put a little thought in like the brain has chains around it i don't know if that's a detail you notice but it's supposed to be like a free your mind kind of detail you know well i didn't i didn't see that now i see it yeah yeah we, see a lot I, there's there is minute details in there like, yeah we're high as shit when we thought about it for sure but <laughs> There's some cool shit in there, you know? But yeah, shout out Nancy, bro. I honestly had no communication with her, though. So I need to thank <laughs> myself at some point. How how uh, how vital, because I haven't gotten into that, but like how vital has Twitch been as far as like connecting with people? Do you guys feel like that's been like a really cool avenue for the show? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a really cool avenue. Um, it's not just Twitch though. Uh, shout out little Brixie over here got us on like Facebook, YouTube, everything. <laughs> uh, I think we're on something else too, right? Kick, yeah, we're on we're Kick. on everything. We're on Kid. Yeah. Soon we're gonna be everywhere. Instagram. He's got Twitch. us broadcasting everywhere, which is kind of interesting because even when we're on you know you get the people on twitch but you get the the couple people on facebook and a couple people on youtube and they're all interacting which allows all these people on these different platforms to kind of come in with us yeah. and you know meet up even if they're not in one space which is kind of sick too yeah very vital that's, that's the key man is like trying to trying to to go across different platforms like like I'm just on Instagram as far as social media, but like I, I have my show linked up to YouTube now um, so people can listen to the audio on there. And I finally got a new computer so I can start doing like video editing, which I haven't I haven't touched yet. I just got to like take the time to figure out what I want to use because um, I've heard like DaVinci's good and like uh, Adobe Premiere because I, I have an HP laptop. I'm still still sticking with the Android phone and the, the PC. <laughs> I haven't migrated to the to the, the dark side. Yeah, the, the dark side. What you do, it's like all their stuff is connected. So I see how people get addicted to that because it's like everything's linked up. You can link it up to your watch. You can link it up to your phone, your computer. Everything's kind of all in one. But yeah. that's part of it. I haven't done it. Is like I've, I've had Android for so long and I'm like, man, making that switch, would I have to like change everything over to Apple? You know what I mean? Nope. But, but yeah, yeah, I think it's, it's cool to <laughs> I'll say this much. Uh, the homie Fresco, who does all our videos, would highly recommend Premiere Pro. I know that. Premiere's yeah. fire. Premiere is fire, yeah. I'm using that's what it he uses. See, it so that's what we got to get. You like it? I've never used it. I use Final Cut. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, he's got the Apple. That's why. But yeah. I guess Adobe's on both. You could get it both, but yeah, it's mainly a PC. But I don't use. Um, I learned on Final Cut. Oh yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Like I'm the same way with music. Like I learned on Pro Tools, and you can ask these guys. It took me ten years to learn a different program because I just never wanted to. Makes sense. I was like, ah, this takes too much time to learn. Like you're already in one, and you got shit to do. I'm not gonna <laughs> learn a different program and get right. away with that. You know? They're yeah, good they're though. Good. They're good. Adobe's good. They give you a, a baby program. So I have Adobe Rush. Or Premiere Rush. So it's like a baby version of Premiere Pro. So it gives you all pretty much the editing editing capabilities, but it gives you none of the sick like effects, none of the sick tools. Doesn't let you fine-tune anything. Like the green screen and the chromatic key type things just makes it so harder for you to do. But I like it using it. I like using that more than I would like using um I mean, what do we use? iMovie or iMovie or Final Cut? Final Cut, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. basically their version of iMovie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And then, yeah. But it's pretty nice. I fucks with it. Yeah, I just got to take time to learn it. Like, I, I was doing, uh, putting together another podcast right before I was talking to you guys. And I still use my old computer because it has an older version of Audacity that I've been using for like eight years. Just to do- <laughs> <laughs> So I literally, I literally record on my new computer, get out my digital recorder that has a USB in it, Put it on that and then edit the audio on the other computer because I'm just like a caveman trying to learn. My all this boys stuff. going backwards. <laughs> See, but that's that's what I'm saying. You get it. You're like, ah, oh, I got shit to do. I don't have time to yeah. learn this new thing. Like it I works. It's done. <laughs> I I do need to do. I always feel like I should be doing more. Maybe I'm too hard on myself. But like after after work, when I get off my day job during the week, I just got to take some time. There's so much stuff on YouTube that you can learn. I just got to put the time in, man. But so fuck uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah Listening to the show, you guys are hilarious, man. And I think it's cool <laughs> you parlayed like your your friendship and just your your collaboration as you know, musicians and artists and rappers into the show. And I think it's funny because you guys go all over the place. So like two of the things, just to like give people an idea <laughs> uh free ain't free. So there's informal things. Like I actually use Yucca now because I heard I heard uh first you talk about it and Fire. dude literally like changed what i eat and like the lotion i use golem like european just white tasty skin like (laughs) you can like barcode stuff and like dude i had this stuff for years that i was using and i just like once you download the app like i'm just like i want to barcode everything and i did (laughs) since i was like 18 and it's like this is recommended, and there's like 19 things in it that can like mess you up. And I'm like, what is going on? Oh God, curse! That's hilarious. That's I ruined everyone's life with that. Created a monster, bro. Shout out to Yucca, bro. That's fucking oh, yeah. nuts. That's fucking sick, though. And I trust it because it's like unsullied by sponsorship. But like when you look it up, I think it was like two dudes from Italy. I don't know if it was like him and his brother or one of his friends, and they just wanted to nice. know. What- stuff and not and i was like okay i trust this so yeah it's i've changed like some of the food that i eat and then you guys go to the other end of the spectrum where you're talking about like conspiracies and uh uh spicasso you're bringing up uh the red the red shoe club which is like super creepy like on the last episode like mm, I, okay you know so yeah i've gone down that rabbit hole too man so I, I like the show because you guys you guys uh go to both ends of the spectrum from like you know, having fun, but talking about 
stuff going on in America, but also like informal stuff too. So I think it's, I think it's cool that you guys have been able to kind of parlay conversations. It seems like you would normally have and just, just do it with an audience and have some fun. Facts. I think that's yeah. the best part is it's like just allowing people into like what we would be doing anyways. Yeah. Right. And if yeah. they're a fan of the music, they get to know us personally and understand why we are the way we are, you know? Yeah. What's weird to me is like, if we can like talk about some of the weird stuff going on for a minute is like, I mean, on one end, cause we're all around the same age. Like I'm in my mid thirties and the only perspective you have is the time you've been alive. But from what I know about history, this seems like one of the strangest periods to be alive. Like, like for like, just from like aliens to like, <laughs> like politicians and like, all this weird stuff, it it really seems like America's been through way worse than what it's going through right now with like right. <clears throat> in terms of segregation, the civil war, like hella racism and just horrible division. Like is like when people say like, oh, it's bad now, it's like, dude, there was literally a time where it was like this is a colored establishment and kids yeah. went to school, like literally just based on skin color, immigrants got treated like crap. Like, um, there's there's sprinklings of that now but i don't think it it it's as bad as it's ever been i just think now with all of the social media and stuff there's more of a microscope now everybody's got a camera on their phone so you see horrible right. stuff that you didn't see before yep. but to say all that like it's wild that we live in a time where it's like our government literally comes out and is like yeah we have like dna not from this planet and people are like, yo, so what do you want to eat to, for dinner tonight? Like, yeah, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy the last three years. Like, stuff like news like that is not even like, it doesn't even fix people anymore. Like, do, how, do you guys find yourself just, I don't know, either like morbidly curious or fascinated, or you just try not to even like, or is that part of the podcast with Free Ain't Free is just kind of talking about some of just the wild stuff that's out there? Cause <laughs> I, it seems like there's so much crazy stuff going on right now. Yeah. I'm yeah. Like when it comes to the alien thing, I'm just going to say this right now. I wholeheartedly think there's aliens out there, but I don't give two shits what anybody says until I see 4K iPhone footage of a fucking alien. Right. I'm right. so sick of like, <laughs> look behind that tractor through the mirror and see that little light. It's an eyeball from an alien. I swear to God. <laughs> like, I'm so sick of that shit, man. You know, it doesn't look like one. Yes, yeah. dude. Like you know, and the government coming out and saying that—that's cool. But also, I'm one of those people that goes, "Cool." So, what else happened in the world this week? And what are they trying to not have us focus on? Yeah, right. yeah unfortunately, right. I hate to say that, but I think yeah. they're using some alien shit as a smoke screen. That's what I'll I mean. Say. You saw Hawaii burning, right? So, I mean, things uh, are happening. Minute cities, baby. That's what yeah, we're looking man. at. If you entire, oh, then, yeah, the entire city of Maui is just like gone it's nuts the that island is, they said people were jumping in the water to like that's that, that's like sickening to me like you can't yeah, get away bro. like jumping in the water to try to save yourself and just watching like your whole world burn like that's that's scary man and those were just wildfires right that's not volcanic right. or anything just straight up like some just started and like the most like the, maui's one of the most humid humid spots in hawaii <laughs> too just water in the fucking air and then yet yeah, boom Something just so, ignited. From what I'm seeing, they're blaming the electrical company for knowing high winds were coming 
and not shutting down the power. And basically what happened is right, the wind right. knocking over the power lines, creating fires. Right, yeah. bro. And then I the see, winds yeah. were spreading them. That's that's what I heard. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's what they're go, putting out there. That's what they're putting out there. See, it's daytime outside, but if you want the sun to go down and us to start free and free right now, it's probably more so like lasers shooting out of the sky and burning just the houses and not yeah. the trees. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's, he makes it sound. He makes Biddy it sound Star Trekky. He makes it sound Star Trekky. But if you just look up direct <laughs> energy weapons, dudes, yep. you'll know what he's talking about. Him, no, he makes it sound crazy, real conspiracy bro. tinfoil hatty. But yeah, he's. There's there's actual there's actual like you know words that they pe- that people use to reference what he's talking about, and it's like. So I get what he's saying, Bro, you know. I would have my doubts if it wasn't for that one fucking clip. I don't know if you guys remember, but it's it's when I was like, yeah, rich people got it. Like, damn motherfuckers could do whatever they want, including changing weather. It's when they, I think it was NASA, they released, they, they released, they released a video of that big old fucking thing making machine. all this noise. Yeah, this mach- giant machine. It was making and a it cloud. Was creating, yeah, and it created a cloud with all this noise, like thunder almost. And then out of nowhere, he said, he, the guy's like, yeah, 30 minutes from now, it's going to rain. And sure enough, 30 minutes passed and it fucking rained. I was, I was just. Every alone. country has the capability to change the weather. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. There's uh, record. There's crazy, record of like bro. India, yeah. of different, like different countries ut- utilizing it for farming, for all kinds of different shit. Yeah. And it's, it's I crazy. think it's fucking with the planet, honestly. The I mean, planet. we use it to set places on fire, but hey. You know, teachers don't. And then I, I, I try to tote the line here on this kind of stuff because I can easily see like there's footage of those power lines going down and creating fires at yeah, the beginning. Right. You, you can see. Guy. I try to guy. tote the line. I'm a huge conspiracy theorist, but I look for the in betweens because like a big thing is like we always have that discussion of like. Uh, do the rich people really have the cure to all the diseases? And then you see somebody like Sandra Bullock's husband die of ALS. Terrible tragedy. Uh, that's uh, that sucks. But like, I don't bro. think he was a part of the Red Shoe Club, though. Just saying. Ah, yeah. Just saying. yeah. I'm, and I'm talking about like multi-billionaires. I'm not talking about some random. Bro, I asked you guys this question too, and I'll ask Mike if you really, really had that capability of time travel, of just infinite possibility. Would you really be changing the world or would you keep it within your circle? Would you make sure that your family eons from now is set, is eating? Or would you be out here really trying to change the world, knowing what happens, knowing the consequences that you're going to bring upon yourself and your family, possibly? Or would you keep it tight knit, make sure that, you know, your surrounding cousins are good. Never. No one's ever going to get sick. You know what I mean? And it's like that's not that's not hard to think about knowing how people are in re- you know what i mean knowing how we are we're all crabs in a bucket all humanity so, so you, mean, people. Uh, you mean like if, if i knew if i was part of like the alleged uh, well not alleged there is an elite yeah yeah you were part of the club i was part of the club would i use it for my own benefit versus trying to impact the world in a positive way mm-hmm. would you make sure your homies companies company them them are set or straight I mean, one, I'm not well connected. Um, <laughs> He's like, oh, don't come after me. He's like, I don't know nobody. <laughs> the elite. Um, but I will say, um, and I hope this doesn't come off self-righteous. I would, I would try to impact in a positive right. way because there's so many. Like, it's wild when you think in America how many people go hungry. 
there's kids that starve in America. Oh, yeah. We're supposed to be the best country in the world. I mean, think about that. Like, to, it's, it's, it's as effed up as it is to think about, there is going to be an innocent kid who had no choice in coming into this world, had no choice of who their parents were, and they're going to go to bed belly aching, you know? And it's 2023. Sure. So I would like Fuck, to think yeah. that with the way I was raised and how I was brought up, if, if I did have any insight into um, things that could impact the world for the better, I would I would try whatever I could to make that happen. Right. But at the same time, I think that the, it that's the core of your question, man, comes from like, what kind of person are you? You know, because if yeah. you come from bloodline of like, hey, we take care of each other. Um, doesn't matter whose head you crush to get on top. You know, you know, you got to step on some people to get where you got to go. That's just part of life. You know, kill or be killed. Darwinism, whatever you want to survival, the fittest, whatever you want to call it. Like, and there's a lot. And scarily, I think they're the people who really run stuff. That is kind of how they move and shake. Where oh, it's 100%, like, bro. CEO, no. top dog, how execs. Does, yeah. How does that experience along the way change you as a person? That's the crazy thing to think about is what if those people were saying the same thing as you? 10 years before they got in the position that they got in, but along the way they lost that. <laughs> they lost that part of them. Right. Right. By, I mean, by yeah. stepping yeah. on those heads by 100%. dropping down everyone around them to get to where they needed to be. I mean, you see it, you see it, Jordan Belfort, you know, Wolf, like all these big people, you saw the things that they had to do. We've talked about it too. Like we know big people with money and you know, that the type, you know, the type of person they are, you know what I mean? They would rather do, they would rather <clears throat> go to work than go to their kid's game or something. You know what I mean? And that that does say a lot. You know what I mean? And I do believe those people are, are high up. You know what I mean? Because I've seen it in the car business. And most of the businesses that I've been in, always the top execs are just, you know what I mean? You'll never be able to relate to those people. Yep. Never. You know what I mean? So and they weird. have a crazy, they have a crazy mindset, bro, that like, money should kind of revolve around everything that you do. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a trip, man. It's a trip. You know, it's a powerful movie and you guys might, laugh, but we, we wore it out when we were kids, me, me and my siblings. And I just watched it like a week or two ago and it literally almost made me cry. And you guys can be like, this was, but, uh, <laughs> but dude, on that topic, hook, dude. Captain hook? hook or like the, the, the Peter Pan joint. Yeah. With Robin. Okay. Williams. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like exactly what you're talking oh. about he goes up and he becomes this powerful lawyer. He's always on his phone. He's really short with his kids. He misses the ball game. Right. And then uh, his kids get kidnapped by Captain Hook. And, uh, and he goes there and um, Captain Hook's trying to get in his son's head like, yo, your dad was never there for you. When you're here, you can do whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to go home. You never have to grow yeah. up. Miss all your games. I'm never going to lie to you. And it's just kind of a good movie about like, like at some point you kind of lose that innocence of like childhood and you grow up and you start to focus on like, I didn't really, it was, tri it tripped me out. Cause it's like, when you're a kid, you're just in it watching the movie. You're entertained by yeah, like, fuck yeah, Brooklyn and like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But then as an adult, Oh, this movie's really about Peter Pan grew up. He lost touch with who he was when he was a kid and got focused on the money and all the other stuff and damn near lost his family. And you're just like, oh, dude, Steven Spielberg was on one on this one, man. Like, <laughs> right, right. I don't, even, I don't even have kids, but it's like 
you think about like, yeah, chasing, chasing paper and chasing money. And especially in America, that's really kind of what we teach people. Like if you ask people what success is, if you just pulled random 10 people on the street, that's probably what they would say. What's success? Right. Having a lot of money. Money. Having Watch on my wrist. Maserati. Rolex. Yeah. It's and Rolex, those, baby. And, and um, you know, I've been fortunate to to know at least at least uh, one person who who's high ranking um, uh, in terms of in terms of their position and their status in a company. And I know he didn't come from hardly anything. And he had, uh, you know, some tough times as a childhood. And it's kind of what propelled him to be successful. Yeah. So I think are examples of people like that and he really does care about people and like trying to trying to bring people up and try to bring the best out in people but yeah th but there is a uh, what you're talking about too there is this, a part of that world where i think once people get a taste of like that fine living or they get a taste of like that 500 hundred dollar dinner cars the money the women it's kind of hard back hard to go back to like anything else and and then their life kind of becomes about that yeah but but i don't know man like the older i get like i've really kind of turned my back on this whole you know you're a slave to the game for 40 years in the hopes that when you're 60 you get to you get to live out the last 20 with your 401k because it's like how many people don't realize health is really wealth you know there's people right. that jobs they work 60 hour weeks they're using coffee or drugs or whatever to get through to get through the <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And they, and I'm not Facts. talking about, I'm not talking about like marijuana. I'm talking about like, no, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> talking about drugs. Talk about the good old hard drugs. A little bit of no candy here. I'm talking about, talking about the, the, that booger sugar, you know, or <laughs> prescription pills, you know what I mean? To, to through the weeks. And it's just like their, their, their life revolves around their work. They got nannies raising their kids, you know, and yeah, they drive a nice car and all that stuff, but it's like, you think you think when you just treat your body like think about a car if you never change the oil if you never rotate yeah. the tire you never get it washed that thing ain't gonna last so Motherfucker what makes drop. You, yeah what makes you think your body is gonna last like okay now i'm 65 i'm retired i got two million dollars it's like most of that money is gonna be spent keeping you alive man it's not gonna be traveling Bro. the world and then yeah. by that time your kids are all grown up you know and they never had to want for anything but they didn't have your time. They didn't have your attention. Like you were saying, man, going to kids games and like, I love Chris Stefano. You guys know the comedian I'm talking about. And yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a moment with Burt Kreischer last year where he, he's like started crying on his podcast talking about, man, like I'm struggling because now I'm like, I'm as big as I've ever been, but I'm start, you know, I don't want to be that dad that's missing my kids swimming and stuff. For yeah. real, bro. Bro, that see, and that can happen to though. anybody, bro. And like to kind of even touch on, bro, I'm sensitive as fuck too, bro. Cause I feel the same way about Click. And that movie showed me that that shit could happen to anybody, bro. He wasn't a, you know what I mean? He wasn't a dickhead, but he was he was trying to just hustle for his family, bro. He was trying right. to get better, knowing that like, yo, I got to work at this to become partner. That's what that's what you do. That's what you have to do. You have to just grind to become partner. And it's like that shit, man, tore me up, bro. So I'm, I'm like, <clears throat> I could feel you, and I know it, and it just showed me that shit happens to anybody, especially if you're dedicated to something. You know what I mean? I think that's crazy too, because a lot of people's like mindset thinks that they they need to give everyone around them this insane life, but nine times out of ten, the people around you don't even need all that, bro. Uh, they just need you there. That's all they need. You know, 
like your kids your kids aren't going to give a fuck if you're giving them the fucking the latest iphone or driving them to school in a fucking mercedes if you're not there bro like for real they'd rather i guarantee you could ask any kid like oh would you rather have all this money or would you rather have your parents around I don't know about nowadays, bro. These little bastards nowadays are pretty vicious, bro. That's, well, that's right. These fuckers nowadays that, are vicious, bro. That's because of the internet. Because all <laughs> they see is they hop on the internet and everyone tells you, oh, if you're not 20 years old and you're not a millionaire, you're stupid. You're trash. God damn yeah. you, Sam Bank Friedman. <laughs> <laughs> I damn that yeah. kid, man. Well, and I'll ask you guys, because two of you guys are fathers, man. I mean, how do you, how do you, um, how do you maintain that with your kids? Because on one end, like, like you guys knew what your what your childhoods were, right? And I think all of us, whether we're parents or not, like, there's things from your childhood that you liked. There's things that you learned from your parents that you liked. There's things that you saw and experienced that you didn't like. Like, how do you protect kids from, I guess, sort of like the comparison game of like Susie has this and Johnny has that, and you know how how you want to bring them up? Like, is it is it a delicate balance, or do you guys feel like with your life experience now? you kind of you you're you're raising them the way that you want to raise them and, and and are able to kind of stiff arm sort of the negative influence. But right, Briggs, I know you got this. Uh for me it's it's been a pretty wild ride, but I mean it's pretty easy when your partner is is in on the on the whole thing with you, you know. Um I have uh the uh my my I have the love of my life on my side, right? So it's not even really that hard because I trust her. I, I know yeah. I, I trust her judgment uh, all the way, 100%. Whatever she says, I know it's not going to... Even if I'm not there, I know the kids are going to listen because I know that they also trust her. You know, um, yeah. kids kids live and they breathe their parents. Like anything that we do, it's it's not right or wrong. It's my mom or my dad. So obviously like they're, they're not going to do the exact thing, but they'll imitate some of those behaviors along the line. Right. And, and that's one of the things that we always keep it on in our heads. Even if we have a disagreement in the way that we're doing things, no matter what it is, whether it's big or small, like we decide to to talk about it and, and speak to each other rather than yelling at each other and, and, you know, getting physical, like some people that might be around us do, you know, no, no judgment on them, but to us, it's just not, it's, it's just not fair for the kids to be learning that kind of shit, you know, at such a young age, uh, especially when we went through some of our little chaos and shit, but also being honest with them, right? Like, <clears throat> for example, th- yeah. this is my, this is my first year that my, that both my daughters are, uh, are in school and we remind them every day, you know, uh, be respectful, be polite, but also be helpful, you know, cause even when uh, kids are being mean to you, um, it's not it's not them reacting to you. They have things that they're they're going through. They have things they're seeing. They have things they're hearing, and they don't know how to process any of that shit. And some of some of it is negative, and worse yeah. can affect you deeply. You know what I'm saying? And so a lot of those kids take that shit out on other kids at the, at the playground for whatever reasons. You know what I mean? We don't know. We don't know. We don't know what. I mean, yeah, doing. like he says, the kids mimic their parents. You know what I mean? And a lot of a lot of, I mean, not even nowadays. It's always been like that, but just anger. You know what I mean? A lot of, I, I could see a lot of younger parents now being a lot more angry than yeah, we were growing up. You know what I mean? Like, you knew our parents would stop trying to fight in front of you, type shit. Sometimes, you know what I mean? Um, and I think, like Brick said, same thing with me. I just try to be as honest as possible, especially with my daughters. You know what I mean? Like as honest as I can be with 
anything, every every subject in life. You know what I mean? I keep it real with them. And I don't ever want them to look at me like, <clears throat> nah, he lied. You know what I mean? Like, they, they used to lie right. to me about shit. You know what I mean? Because that's yeah. how I look back at it. I look back at it. Like, okay, fuck the fuck uh, fuck Santa Claus and all that other shit, right? Like, you, you lied to me about big things. Like, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, shit. <laughs> you didn't tell me about voting. What the fuck's that about? <laughs> you didn't tell me if I got this driver's license, I had to pay taxes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, nah, it wasn't along those lines. It was more yeah. so like lessons. You know what I mean? Life lessons type shit. Like, uh, hey, you just keep your mouth shut. Hey, you just, you know. Respect your elders, but nah, not when my elders are beating on some. You know what I mean? Like just certain things. So we we taught them just to, just to keep it real. You know what I mean? Like always be honest. You know what I mean? In in that term, like just be honest with yourself. And sometimes I see my kids; they'll react to other kids like, not like damn they're ghetto, but like damn they don't know how to behave. Like what the fuck? <laughs> this is my this is what my daddy talking about right here. Holy shit. <laughs> And I love those moments, bro, when I'm like, you see what I'm talking about? And they're like, yeah, damn, bro. It's, yeah, it's funny, bro. And they catch on quick, bro. My 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 little one is seven and she's she's like, man, little kids and little kids be throwing paper on the ground. I just look at them weird. I don't join them, though, but it's weird, mom. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. <laughs> that's fine. Because they recognize, oh, that's that's misbehavior, you know? Right, that's, right. That's the, you yeah. do. I grew up Catholic, so it was like you didn't question authority. But the things that people who worked in the church would get away with, the politics, the gossip, all that stuff. And like and like you said, man, like, you know, I, I learned it. At, I learned at a young age and even as a teenager, like adults don't always have your best interest at hand. So that whole thing of right. like respect elders is like I'm going to respect my elders if they respect me. You know, right. just because you came into this world before me doesn't mean that that you're a better human being growing up Catholic like. There's a lot of guilt in that religion. There's a lot of like, um, like just like, you know, sinful, like this is sex and sin and you got to do the rhythm and and all that stuff. And I honestly think the reason a lot of like Catholics, like I I have, you know, Irish in my blood. I think part of the reason a lot of those families back in the day had so many kids is because they thought like if they used birth control, it was like a mortal sin, like they were going to hell. Like for real, like no, I think hey. some had big families is because they were like, "Yo, if you put on that Jimmy hat, like you know, Jesus is watching you." You know what right. I mean? Right. The devil's got I, your ticket, boy. <clears throat> so my whole thing now is like, if organized religion, whatever it is, if it's Islam, if it's Catholicism, if it's Judaism, Buddhism, like if it makes you a better person, I'm all for it, dude. But don't put that stuff in politics. Don't judge other people based on it. Don't pe- right. tell, don't are going to hell if they're gay like get right. out of here with all that mess man that that's where i am now i definitely believe in a higher power um and i've i've had moments in my life like i still feel like my grandpa around and i feel like i'm a pretty Fire. spiritual but that religious stuff man like I'm, I'm not down with any of it i mean if you if you follow it you know it was always it was always uh instilled to control you know what i mean and like to kind of go to what you were talking about in the beginning how history is just repeating itself I mean, since since the like since I don't want to say since government has been around, but like after this whole revolutionary war should happen, after those 13 colonies fell and these states started to unite, there was a big difference in how things were controlled. You know what I mean? Like it's it's always been about fear. Like me and Bricks were talking about it in the Roman days. The Colosseum was built to entertain the group of people that were getting um, 
like infuriated with what's going on in, in, the, in the village or whatever at that time. And then they invented gladiator versus gladiator and then gladiator versus lions. And then they just it was the NFL back in the day. That's all it was just to get people sucked in to forget about, you know, what I mean, all the realities of what they're what's around them. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> and that shit's I get I, I'm afraid of that type of shit with my daughters. But again, like I think keeping it real with them, being able to instill these kind of values so early on. I think I think they'll be all right. You know what I mean? I think they'll 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 be like how we were, you know what I mean? Like cautious with that shit. Like obviously there was kids getting in, in vans at our age, you know what I mean? But we were like, what the fuck? So it's like there there's there's a difference in in how they're being raised. So it's it's crazy, man. Yeah, I, and I, I, I would assume it, a huge difference is that you're there. Yeah. Right? There's a right. lot of people right now that right, are not right. there for their kids. They're there, yeah. but they're not there. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And like I said, I mean, kids. like there, there's there's good organized religion. There's there's people who do mission trips and help feed people and build homes and stuff. So I'm not trying to condemn all the good that gets done, even the good that gets done with within the Catholic Church. I mean, I just feel like I can speak on it because I grew up with it, you know, and I saw the good and bad in it. Um, and I, I don't know. I guess I guess it just it kind of freaks. And again, I don't want to get like too, too political. Cause I'm not even that well-versed in the stuff, but we have, we have separation of church and state for a reason. And I, it just starts to scare me. Like that's the stuff that really scares me when I see the erosion of that. And when I see like, you know, um, religious beliefs influencing, you know, laws and how people are governed. And there's examples before in history, like you were saying, man, about Roman times or even the medieval times. And like you look at you look at what happened when people tried to 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 let religion govern. It was some pretty, pretty nasty stuff. Like there's a there's a company called the local boogeyman um, out in California and they make uh, like really cool T-shirts and stuff. And uh, I know they've done some stuff with like Rob Zombie and stuff. I think the guy who runs that shop is friends with them and stuff. Right. Um, but there's a shirt that they have. Uh, I don't make it anymore. And it's it just says free the witches. And it's got like a like a pentagram thing on it. But there's a quote that I found um, that said, why were we taught to fear the witches and not the people who burn them alive? And now I think about the stuff that's happening today. And you look at the war on people who are different. And it's like, why are we scared of the people who have alternative lifestyles? Right. Who are bringing their kids up and telling them what to think and what to do? Like, where is the real indoctrination happening? And where's the real cancer of humanity? Right. I mean, it goes back to those savages, right? Mr. Christopher Columbus talking about the Indians and shit like dehumanizing people with labels it goes far back bro far back cortez a lot of uh you know mexican people are are catholic because of the like we're gonna kill you if you don't convert yeah the, the, yeah right <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> your motivation feel like we need to really no that's wild man yeah and it's crazy to think like they just landed here you know with the power of god and also you know the backing of of all the all this gold uh, and they just this right destruction to everything, fire to everything. There is there's, and if you happen to want to be a part of you know a part of this, that's cool. But you have to erase yourself, erase your yeah. culture, your language. You're gonna get a different name. Your, you're a Christian. Yeah, now. your beliefs, all that stuff is out the window. This is this is the way. 
you know, and, and that was, and it's crazy because Catholic, Catholics uh, in Mexico are like, they make up the majority of the religion. Like, like it's, it's, crazy. Um, it's, it's, it's crazy, right? But they there's, got, still, yeah. there's still it's a like lot 60% of like uh, 60% Latin. Yeah, really? yeah, yeah, for sure. It's nuts. Catholic, bro, is crazy. Like, especially here in Arizona. Like, I remember, <clears throat> I remember going to middle school. It was called Isaac Middle School, and it was right there on like 35th, I think, or 43rd in um, Camp uh, McDowell. And every single kid in school, bro, would come with the with the fucking rosary. My grandmother, my grandmother was Jehovah Witness, so that was out the fucking question. Like I didn't grow up with that, with any kind of symbolism or any kind of uh, necklaces or anything like that. They didn't believe in idolizing Jesus. They just prayed to him. It was I don't know. It was weird, but <clears throat> I do remember going, bro, and seeing that seeing that every single cholo i rode with every one of their uncles had it hanging from their lowriders had it tattooed <laughs> on their hands somehow in some form or way bro they were always just the cross the virgin mary or something and i was just like do you know what that means like do you do you understand that and they're like my grandmother always you know told me about it so i got you know i got it for that reason so I'm like, damn, like blindly, you have no idea what it is about, what it represents. And you're you're tattooing your body like, you know, what I mean, and you're representing it like you'd probably kill me if I said that shit look whack or something. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm right. just like, damn, it's crazy. Jeez, and there's, baby. there's still parts of it from my childhood, too, that I like that I have. Like, I literally have a like the idolatry stuff. Like, I literally still have like a. a G- and part of it is because of the time that I got it. But I have like a, a picture of Jesus, like right when you walk in but sometimes i i look at it and i go man like like come on now if we really look at like where it, it, it like jesus wouldn't wouldn't be some happy white guy with a beard who looked like he played keys in the bgs you know what i'm saying yeah, no, for <laughs> real, for <laughs> real. like you know and sometimes i look at the picture and i'm like all right for you know what i mean like <laughs> you get older and you kind of go like i wanted it brings me like like that picture brings me comfort because I got it at a time. I think I got it around the time when I had a tumor in high school. Oh shit! And I like that in the St. Michael's cross that I have were given to me by a good a good priest by the name right. of Father, a really good dude, who came up and prayed um, and uh, was was with me in the hospital with my family Fine. when I had the tumor when I was a senior in high school, um, and I had a spiritual moment like uh, when I was going through getting ready to go into like major surgery. And I said bye to my, my mom and dad. And I was all hopped up on whatever drugs they gave me. Uh, Cause they do, this, they do this procedure called an embolization before you go into uh, actual surgery where they shoot up these little spheres and block off as much blood flow to the area as possible. So you don't bleed as much during surgery. It's pretty, it's pretty wild. Like modern yeah, technology. sounds crazy. Yeah. Big reason I'm here. But, uh, but all I remember right. saying bye to like my mom and my dad and my stepmom and my stepdad. And they were like taking me back the doctors and stuff. And I remember just laying in that bed and in my head, I was like, I was like, God, like, I don't think it's my time to go. I'm only 17 years old. I feel like there's a a lot left I'm supposed to do. I have no idea what that is. So I hope you help me. But like, if you need me and and you want me, like I'm ready. And and I, I swear to you guys, man, like I just had like this warmth, like wash over me from like literally starting from my head to my feet, like just, and I don't mean like warm, like the sun, or like it's hot, you know what I mean? I mean like warmth, just like love, just energy. Yeah. And I was totally calm because I was like, "Yo, it's like it, I I don't think I'm gonna die, but if like if you need me, I'm ready." And like 
when I start to get angry, I'm this dude, like, and I, I have anxiety, I have weird compulsions and stuff. I know my neighbors probably think I'm crazy when they see me checking my car to make sure it's locked like 14 times. Like, what's wrong <laughs> with um, like that's the where I, I try to remind myself of like that that moment. Like, so I really, I know I'm going a lot of places on this thing, but I know you guys, you good, you guys show too. But like, I think that there is something beyond this world and like what we can see and whether people call it God or Allah or Yahweh or whatever, like that's all to me, man. I just, I just wish people, it's messed up to me that so many people have died in the name of a force that in my life is a loving, positive thing and not a judgment thing. You know, it's weird, man. It's tripped out. I think amongst all religions, I think the feelings described, they're all the same. And I think that energy, like that is what, no one can say like, nah, that's not real. Like they can say, no, God is real. They can say like Allah, Buddha, the, the, the picture of what this is, is not real. But that feeling, you know what I mean? Everybody, may, may, if even if they're not, even if they're atheists or whatever, they've always had this out-of-body experience that, right? That, you know what I mean? People have experienced and felt at whatever moment, whether it's like Odin, I've heard people talk about it. I've heard people get in accidents and talk about it, the white light, you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> and I think you can't you can't deny that, and I think that's what what helps all of us. You know what I mean? Like be a better person, right? You know what I mean? Just to be that person, like. So I feel you, bro. I feel you, man. Have you guys had spiritual experiences? Like while while we're on the subject, like that, that you're comfortable, <laughs> or if it's too private, we don't have to go there. No, like, no. I mean, I because I've been in the hospital like with accidents and shit, bro. I've never had any kind of uh, spiritual where I seen anything. But the out-of-body experiences for me, bro, where, like, I, the best way I can explain it, bro, is on some Doctor Strange shit. Like, I can see myself. I can't move. I can't do anything. But I can see myself. And then I've, I've had, like, my cousins explain to me how, um, like, sleep paralysis is. And I'm just like, wow, that sounds exactly how I, how I was. I felt there was something heavy on me. I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. I couldn't yell, even though I was. And, but I had that, I got hit by a bus in, um, my high school year. Um, I was like 14, 15. I broke my, pretty much my entire right side on my body, my collarbone, my elbow, my knee, my ACL. <clears throat> and, um, while I was in the hospital, bro, I was out for like three days straight after the surgery. And the entire time, bro, I can just, I felt like I was just looking at me, my family, people walking in and out, but I couldn't like, you know what I mean? I was just out. And I was just like, what the fuck was that? I don't, I haven't, I don't, I think I only told my mom about that shit. But even to this day, I'm just like, I thought I was dead. Like, that's what I felt like. I felt like I was dead. You could literally see, see yourself in the bed. Yeah, bro. On some Doctor Strange shit. I could, it just looked hazy and I, I, I could just see everything like in POV. I'm just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, hey, that's all. And I'm just laying there in bed, tubes all up in me and shit. Wow. I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm learning shit today. He said, I'm learning shit today. Yeah, man, that happened a long time ago. It was uh, like the summer of eighth grade going to my high school freshman year. Damn, it's fucked. I'm glad you're okay, man. Getting thank you. Out. Thank you. That is scary. That's what that bad die, boy's baby. from right there. Sheesh. That's what wow. that bad. That's what that's from. Yeah. About yeah. you, Brixito? Nah, I don't. I don't think I ever had a a religious experience. Yeah, huh? I don't. Nah, nah. You have a religious experience every time you pass out, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Pretty much, man. Okay, I, I, no, uh, well, let's let's <clears throat> uh, let me. I want to stick to bricks because he 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 said religious experiences. Just a glitch in your matrix, bro. I know you've had instances when you're like, nah, what the fuck? You can't explain yep. that. Okay, so okay, there's one time. There right, you there's go. one time, right? Okay, so there's one time when I was like 18, bro, and it was weird as fuck because like I did it in front of a cop, like. <laughs> And this this cop might have not been looking. I don't know what it was. Great bro, way to start the story. Look, we were. We, I was driving in a part of town uh, where uh, a lot more wealthier people live, right? And um, I remember I was driving with the uh, like. I think it was my ex. My ex. I'm not really sure, but I know that the car I was driving still had. I, I was dumb, bro. I was a kid. It was my first car that I ever bought on my own, like my money. It wasn't nobody else's. It was me. I still hadn't put tags on the car. It had the plates that I bought the fucking car with. <laughs> like, it was fucked up. It was missing, like, a motor mount. It was just fucked up. Fucked situation. But I was young, and it was mine, so I felt real, you know, whatever. I go, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not familiar with the streets. And I must have ran, like, three red lights. <laughs> and they were, like, the ones that are co- a quarter mile from each other. You know what I mean? And uh, on the last one, there was, like, two cops and they were they were stopped and uh as i was crossing the fucking red light i'm finally noticing that i'm doing that i'm finally i'm like holy shit that's a red light i shouldn't even be passing it and uh and i don't know what i don't know what happened but i look to my left and i see both cops bro turn and they're both looking at me cross the red light and then just their head i just see their heads turn back and they don't give a fuck at all my heart was in my butthole bro like i (laughs) i was going to jail for sure but nothing happened and so i think like that might be like kind of like the equivalent of what you you know because like i've never had like a real bad accident but i've always when shit hits the fan i do like bro there's been times where i've been this close you know and oh yeah i mean we can and i always times we've gotten pulled over exactly and then i'm just like Man, if something's out there and it's looking out for me, I appreciate that. That was that was a solid. I was solid as fuck. And yeah. I guess the same thing, like like how you said, like you feel your grandpa. I was a, I was with my grandpa a lot when I was a kid, and in those instances, like I feel my grandpa. Like I, it's weird as fuck because I, I like I could smell him, and that's that like the OG. damn, bro. Like hell yeah, yeah, like exactly. I'm like damn, OG. I appreciate that. That shit's solid because I don't know how else I could have gotten away with it other than with the little manifestation because. Bro, even like oh Sp- Spitty said, like, man, we've been in some weird situations where it's like, why the fuck are we in jail right now? How do we get what out of that? Fuck? It's Jesus. so crazy, bro. Go what about you, Curtis? Uh, I'm not a religious man, but uh, I have definitely had like a few out-of-body experiences with uh, just the world in general uh, and kind of it's hard to explain if you're not there, but uh, there was this moment in time when I was with, um, you know, my girl who I've been with for eight going on nine years. She obviously means a lot to me. Right. And, uh, you know, one of my best friends um, and another really good friend of mine. And I just had this experience. I've had this experience multiple times, but just this experience of like kind of not kind of definitely out of body but in connection with um nature and things that surround us and the things that we're not um 
we're programmed from a young age to not care about nearly as much. Um, the, the planet is just as much a part of us as we are the planet. And I'm a huge believer in that. Um, I love to ask the question all the time, which I'll ask you, uh, if somebody gave you a reset button right now, you don't come back. You don't know if your family's coming back. You don't know anything, but it gives you the opportunity to start the, start the human race. Maybe, you don't know. You're just starting the planet over again. Are you hitting that button or not? You ask me? No. 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 <laughs> he said, fuck no. <laughs> no. Only because I feel like, um, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I've, I've lived in the past a lot, like ruminating about like past mistakes or times where I wish I'd have done things differently or people Mm -hmm. cross you and you don't, you don't understand because I'm kind of a perfectionist. So it's like, Mm. if I can't figure something out, it really bothers me. You know what Mm. I'm saying? And and if I know I'm slacking too, like that bothers me too. You know what I mean? Like, ah, dude, I could have done better. I could have given him more effort. But in terms of going, like not knowing if I'd be like, idea if I potentially would never know my grandpa or people in my life or friends or even conversations like this that there's there's a possibility that this would never happen um no I wouldn't want to hit the reset button the only part that make me want to hit the reset button is all of the horrible things that humans have done to each other (laughs) (laughs) that's the only thing that kind of makes me curse go like Maybe, yeah. And in this scenario, it's not even about the human race. Okay. To me, it's about the planet. Like the nature, all of it. Yeah. I, the opportunity for us to, as a whole, to potentially be better. I don't know if that can happen. Because unfortunately, this is funny because it leads back to what we were talking about earlier, which is just kind of the selfish nature of humanity. Yeah. Like what Spitty was asking you earlier about, you know what I mean? Like if you got up there, are you helping the homies or are you trying to do better? And in my eyes, resetting is the opportunity to do better, Uh, irregardless of myself um, and the people I love in my life, uh, taking out the selfish aspect of that and maybe giving this planet the opportunity to not die one day because the human race was too selfish to give a shit. Right. Man, that is heavy. Yeah. See, when you put it like that, heavy question. I know. I mean, if I was leading it, I think I would. Right. Because if you just reset it and you're like, you, but that's what I obliterate yourself. But the reset doesn't even have to mean you you don't know. There's a chance the human race starts over. There's a chance it doesn't. Mm. You don't even know. All it is is it's a reset fresh. Planet so what kind of though? What kind of like ball of flame? We explode. What's happening to the human race right now? With Thanos snap dust? We're, we're we just, just go back. We go back to before the human race ever existed. We okay. started. So just the, the world spins the other way and it just reverses real quick. Yeah. Okay. And it just starts fresh. Where so the plan, how painful is this going to be for, for me real quick? It's going to be a bad dusting. Like what's going on? I'm down. Bad. It's going to be more of like a, when I hit that reset, start, it's an instant. No. <laughs> <laughs> am I going to see the wall of flame coming? Like, is it, you know, am I, how bad is it going to be, bro? You know? 
it it's an interesting thing because I battle with this a lot because there's a part of me that knows we've fucked the planet a lot and we're very selfish by nature. Um, yeah. But then there's this part of me that thinks, irregardless of what we do, this planet is not going to come to an end. No, nah, yeah, I believe we're going to come to an end far before this planet does. Yeah. This planet will shake yeah. us off like a cat does a fucking spider crawling on its back. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and it's just going to be like, okay, go away. And that's how I see some of these instances. Like you see this crazy, these crazy weather things or the fire in Maui, right? To me, that's just the world being pissed off, man. Right. I look at it like that, but I've had a lot of uh, like very spiritual uh, connections with, with nature. And I just, I think that we ignore, um, we ignore the natural part of this planet too much. And we're too greedy with the natural part of this planet. No, that's, that's facts, man. That's facts. I if mean, you I brought think up about the, it. Yeah. The ocean could overtake us anytime it wants to. Yeah. The I ocean mean, was, can consume was, every bit of land on this planet whenever it wants to. My daughter told me about like the rate of extinctions. She was bringing it up and she's like, so we're about we're overdue. And I'm like, yeah, 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 for sure. Like, for sure, we're overdue. I don't know why or how it's being prevented. I'm not sure what's going on. Maybe we got to sacrifice some goats or some shit. But I'm like, mm, more like and she was be. just like, how would it happen? She's like, is it because because she then she brought up like um, Pompeii. I'm telling you, man, my daughter's fucking nuts. She was like, that only happened out there in like Italy in, in that area. Like it didn't hit everybody. So she's like, maybe these little small instances are the world like you know doing what curse is saying kind of purging out this bad area but it's like it's not happening to everybody like on a mask level but if you think about it <clears throat> we're we're just a very small blip on the overall time cycle of a planet right, right so like right. our life let's say we all live to 100 that's like a millisecond to this planet yeah, facts. Which is crazy to think about, but it's the truth, right? Right. So something like Pompeii happening um, to this planet was probably like whatever we were talking about five minutes ago. Right. Yeah. So yes. think about all the things that have happened since then. To Damn. the planet, that is a very short amount of period <clears throat> making this oh, attempt yeah. to dust off this nagging little thing on it <laughs> yeah that's honestly my like i believe i think we have no idea bro about a lot of this shit out here my, i don't my, think we can actually comprehend it yeah yeah bro my uh my science teacher in like sophomore year he, he gave me two books he was he had two science books one was from like three years ago and one was a recent one he was like this right here he showed you the old one this is all lies and bullshit this is real and then he, he and then he grabbed a piece of paper. He's like, but this new one is going to be less lies and bullshit than this one. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what? And he's like, we can't prove science. We can't prove it. None, none, none of this shit is. It's all theoretical. Everything, right. everything, everything, the gra everything. He's like, it's all theoretical, kids. Quite literally. Like, so everything. don't take shit serious. Down to like down to the fact where like Thinking about this actually blew my mind very recently, too, which is sad to say because I'm 33 years old. Someone, I don't remember who, but somebody said to me, 
I was complaining about a doctor not being able to figure something out. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend was going through something. They couldn't figure it out. And I was like, this is insane. And like, you've been to like nine or 10 different people, specialists, all this. They can't tell you what's wrong. And they've never seen it. Okay. This is insane. And then whoever I was ranting to was like, well, yeah, that's why it's called a practice. Damn. Damn They're just practicing, practicing bro. They're not professionals. I've heard that too. I'm a practicing doctor. And I'm like. They're on the bench. Uh, yeah that's a good point they don't even know what they're doing they're constantly they're only practicing that's it oh my god so it's like you're a mechanic is a professional doctor so a doctor's like a mechanic there's levels or what there's a doctor that'll work for ati and then there's one that works for for bmw and shit or that's the crazy part is there a doctor in this world that actually can tell for sure everything that would ever be somebody nope yeah, no, well, right. I guess that's why they have neuro, you know, neuro stock. You know what I mean? They have all types of different departments. That's why all those now. different departments are practicing something specific. Wow, that's crazy. But they're practicing, bro. I work in healthcare <laughs> for my for my day job, and and literally, it came up in a meeting the other day. We were joking, and it, this isn't any HIPAA violation or any of that. So, if anybody's listening from my job, I'm not giving away training. <laughs> but literally, the joke came up where it was like. What do you call the person who finished last in their medical school? A doctor. God. <laughs> I mean, think about it. The person with a, it's like, right? The guy God. who finished last in the tournament in the PGA, dude still gets paid. <laughs> oh my God, bro. The dude, the dude got a two point GPA and was partying like Chris Farley and Tommy Boy. He used to, that dude still graduated from medical school. That's still a doctor. Fact. Now is that the uh, is that the dude you want checking your blood pressure? Probably right. not. Right, right. Well, and then the worst part is, let's say that is your doctor. You're never even going to know that. <laughs> That's true. Huh? Why don't we get to see these people's like previous records or something before we start fucking? You know, like <laughs> you're just supposed to go in there and then find out if they're they can help you or not. That's where, yeah, that's where it helps to know people in the. Uh, in the medical field, man, that's part of the reason I think uh, not even to, to sound like crazy or make it about me, but I think that's part of the reason I'm even still alive. Here's a tripped out story for you. So the tumor that I had, if you got the stomach for it, you can watch the surgery on YouTube. It's not my surgery. It's not it's not me, but no. it's called Fort One Procedure. And I don't know how y'all are, but I mean, I can deal with blood. I can deal with all that. But when it starts coming to inner and stuff, I'm out. It makes I don't like being me. reminded that I'm a human with moving parts inside of me. So the procedure that that I had done uh, is called the Lafort One procedure, and I believe it was named after the French doctor who started with the skull-based procedures. But what they did was Lafort One, meaning like one incision. So underneath my top lip, they cut across. Oh, shit. Cracked down my palate. My tumor was in my nasal cavity. They cut that out, and then they put in plates and screws and sewed it all back together. So you know that feeling when you were a kid in school and you used to chew gum and then you had to hide it, of, uh, like you you didn't want to have to spit it out and you hide it on your gum underneath your upper lip. That's kind of what it feels like up there. It's just kind of numb. I've gotten used to it over the years. <sighs> but yeah, it's called a JNA. It's called a juvenile nasopharyngeal angiofibroma. And I want to say the odds of getting one are like one in six hundred thousand people, which is like basically bigger than my hometown. But the tumor that I had was really weird. 
is they think it's caused by testosterone. Um, and like that can like spike it, but the symptoms are all different. So like I ended up having a really gnarly nosebleed. Like it looked like bright red movie blood. And, and before I went to the hospital, it was coming out like a small or like a slow drip from a faucet. It almost made me pass out. It freaked me out. It, Cause it, looked, it was like deep up in there, man. Um, but it was, it was only about the size of a quarter and um it was attached to my maxillary artery which is the main one that feeds blood to your face so that's why i was bleeding a lot but some Jesus. people have like swelling in their cheek or like but here's the tripped out part um when we're talking about knowing good doctors and stuff so my mom has been a nurse for like over 40 years she was pregnant with me um when she was working in icu her co-worker her son had the same exact tumor. She was also pregnant at the same time she was working in this ICU. But her son had it when he was seven years old. He had the same tumor when he was seven, and his was the size of a softball. Mine was only the size oh, of a They had to do a Lafort and a craniotomy on that little guy. The craniotomy when they, do, when they you know, cut open your skull. Um, but it's weird. They've seen them in men. I think they've seen them in women. They don't know if it's attributed to testosterone. Like I was 17 when I had mine and I had a couple of follow-up visits and I think I had like a really tiny like donut shaped piece left and it never like grew or anything. So they're like, you're cool. You're in the clear. But I don't know if I would have got the kind of care I got if it weren't for my mom being a nurse. Like I grew up in Toledo, Ohio. So we have like the Cleveland Clinic in uh -huh. uh, East Ohio. Um, and then I went to the University of Michigan ha has a really good ENT, uh, a really good ear, nose and throat program. Yeah. But dude, I went to a couple of different specialists. There was one dude, and it, and again, it's just it's like you think about people and and maybe if their loved ones would still be here or not. And it's not even because of like quote unquote malpractice, but you know, if you're not in the medical field, you don't know. We went and saw one guy like down the street from where we lived, and he thought it looked like a polyp, and he wanted to go in there and like cut it out. And I don't know if I'd have made it if if this dude would have done it, <laughs> and. I remember my mom saw it, dude. She saw the same thing in the scope, and it actually made me puke. I got so scared it made me it made me puke because I know that she knew and she saw it and she like started crying. She was like, "That's not a polyp," but dude, like there was talks of me maybe going to Henry Ford in Detroit or going to this other dude. But because her coworker's son had the same thing, we went to the University of Michigan and and were able to get that. <sighs> thankfully, damn, damn. hell yeah! If I had been born like Thank thirty. God. I don't know if I'd have been here because I don't think they had the technology right. back then, dude. But but that's all goes back to what you're saying, Curse, about knowing a good doctor. How do you know? It's like that's why it's good to know people in the medical field. Hell man. yeah! If you don't, yeah. you're fish out of water. You don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? Hey, that's how it is, and in a lot of places, you know what I mean. It's always who you know. Yeah, that's, like that's my, fucking wild, bro. My mom does a <clears throat> server maintenance for hospitals out here. And uh, she'll tell you real quick <laughs> what companies to avoid. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, health. <laughs> That's funny. I'll put it to you this way. The company she works for, she won't see any of their doctors. Wow. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I won't there, do, but, you know. There's, there's good ones out there. And that's why, like, my doctor, um, I don't know. I, I, I haven't talked to him in a long, long time, man. Um, and the one day I was kind of a punk. I, I went up there wearing a Notre Dame shirt because I'm a Notre Dame fan in Michigan. Oh, and he kind of stopped when he was talking to me. He was like, so, 
he kind of called me out and then I felt bad. He's like, so you, do you go to school there? Or kind of like, like, dude, why are you wearing this up here, man? You know what I mean? Like, and I, <laughs> That's just, but, uh, but no, Dr. Marantet, man, he was a, he was just a really, really good dude. He was a super cool guy, man. Took good care of me. Uh, had a really good team. Um, and that's where you're like, damn, I'm glad I have health insurance because I remember seeing what that cost, dude, that was oh, a lot yeah. in the cost of that stuff. I mean, and even in my day job, like seeing the cost of medical supplies, if there's anything people take out of this conversation, it's uh health is wealth, man. Take care of yourself. For real. Drink your water. Cause free ain't free, baby. Free well, is before, not free. before we wrap it up, because I know I wouldn't told you I wouldn't keep you guys more than an hour, and I feel like I'm talking too much on this thing. But it's it's, uh. it's but um to transition uh quickly before we wrap up to the music, man. Like I just I want I want to put people on to the free boys too, because um, you've basically uh, just about worth <laughs> at least uh a, you know either an EP or an album's worth of material really since the last time we talked. You had Menudo Music Volume One that came out October 22. Um, this year alone, you guys have put out three singles. The latest one is "To My Death," which uh, the artwork is sick, and uh, I like it's on all of them too, man. That you guys had like the piano, the cool piano vibe. "To My Death," that song kind of almost plays out like if you're watching a movie, and it's like the bad mofo, like that scene where that dude like walks in, like that. That's like what that song reminds me of. It's like <laughs> the way that it's out and then you got kind of like cool eastern vibes on like the have a good day and takeout box and then of course the latin influences all over menudo music volume one so i just sure. want to give you flowers and say I'm, I'm i'm really proud of what you're doing because the last time we talked it was um before i leave was the last single that you guys have put out it was a little over Ooh. a year ago yep. so yeah Come it's on, uh that's is that just a continued evolution of what you guys are doing in terms of just experiment with different beats, whether it's like Eastern influence sounds or like Latin music, obviously with the heritage that you guys come from and the piano beats, like, is it just having fun and just making the stuff you love to make? Like, how do you decide like the vibe of the, that of the song that you want to go into, or does it just depend on the beat? Uh, Menudo music was actually funny because that whole thing, um, we had had, what, what was the original one we had? Was it Tao Tao? Was that the original track we wanted to do? But then I think that was it. Uh, we had that track and we thought it would be fun, but we didn't have the idea for the song yet. And then uh, we actually got asked to do music for a documentary that was being made. Um, I'll let Spitty explain this one since uh there's there's real correlation here <laughs> yeah so my godmother um she owns a lesbian bar so what they ended up doing is making um, a documentary uh the lesbian bar project shout out to them they made a documentary where it was pretty much like the last 29 lesbian bars in the united states and my godmother was one of them um so she hit me up was like yo i need some music um we came up with I think it was Thou Thou first. I don't remember, but we came up with two extra, two other ones because she was like, look, I need a little bit more. This guy right here was like real raunchy with it. So she's like, I need a little less raunchy. I need a little bit more respectful. You know, we're strong Latina women. So respect it. And I'm like, I got you. I got you. I got you. So we, we ended up creating a Mal de Ojo. And then um, what was the other one? Dale. Dale. There you go. Dale, dale, dale. dale. <laughs> Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. So we actually submitted all three to to them to use. They would have used the entire EP too, 
But um, they they dropped on Tao Tao, picked up the other two. Uh, and then, shit, I went out to New York to go see the premiere. It was tight, man. It was lit. Awesome. Yeah, and we did a premiere out here in Arizona as well at her yep. bar, which was super sick. Um, yep. And that's where, the, that's where the EP ended up happening was like, we were honestly writing tracks for this purpose. And, you know, they, they used the songs, but, you know, we kept the rights and it was like, well, why wouldn't we release this? You know, sure. it, it was just good. It was just playing good music. And to be honest, we had a lot of fun. You can always tell when we're having fun because we yeah. wrote and recorded all those songs in like 48 hours. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we did. And like it was it was nothing. It was like <laughs> we did Tao Tao one day and then he came back and was like, oh, thanks for like completely destroying that song. In the first <laughs> uh, I, you know, and I was like, my bad. Uh, <laughs> That's a funny shit. My bad. Uh, Mr. E, he's like, yeah, mama. they want something else. So I was like, I so okay, we literally okay. put two tracks in like a four hour period. Yeah, and just had a lot of fun recorded them mixed them sent them off they liked them ended up using them we took the last one and you know made it and it's that sounds kind of choppy i feel like but like i feel like like kind of to your point when we're just having fun that's when we just make our best music yeah. and uh <laughs> really the other the other three just came about this weird moment in time that I started having this year where I was just like, we made that EP and I feel like it was similar to a lot of the, not similar, but it was just more on the like popped influence side. And I got into this really grungy feeling this year. I don't know what it was, but I just wanted to like, I was just sick of like doing anything that wasn't just pure unadulterated rap. And that's all I wanted to do. And so, like, that's where Takeout Box and Have a Good Day came from. And Spitty, like, Takeout Box was really cool because um, everyone got to see, actually, I think both songs, to be 100% honest, everyone got to see front to back. Um, yep. Us cook, not only make the the actual beat, um, I, I think I made both those beats on, like, a Wednesday night on Twitch. And Sunday, when the boys pulled up, I was like, we're writing to these. And we did. And with Takeout Box, it featured a uh, shout out to homie Voodoo Eyes. Um, he did the hook on that. He was on the Twitch stream and he heard us writing to it. And he was like, yo, let me do the hook. So this guy, while we're writing, while people on Twitch are watching us write verses to record that night live on Twitch, this guy writes the hook, records it at home and emails it to me. So by the time we're done writing and recording our verses, I've got a hook in my inbox. I drop it in and the track's fucking done. And it was and then fire. they all watched me on the next Wednesday mix and master the track. So people got to see that track made from beginning to end, what it's like, what that process is. Which That's was really cool to yeah. me. Um, as somebody hard. who does engineering and just being an artist in general, it was really cool to let people see what our workflow is. And we did it again with uh, Have a Good Day, um, which was great because, again, it was like I had this grungy idea and Spitty was just like, yo, I got this hook. And he showed me the hook. And I was like, this is perfect. This is exactly what I want. 
Like yeah, this is exactly what it is. And I think that's the best part about us three is like in a good, like it never in a bad way, but it's like we put something on and if it's the vibe, it's the vibe and it's going to come together really quick. And it does always. Very. And, you know, we never force anything. And I think that it shows in our music because our music, no matter what it is, whether it's grungy, whether it's sample based, whether it's pretty, acoustic, poppy, it's always just fun. You can just tell we enjoy what we're doing. And I think that's the heart of what we do. Three boys. Sure. What's that line and have a good day? Like uh, Mr. Rogers, like Mr. Rogers with an AK. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, I'll forget yeah. to have a good day. I feel like, like Mr. Rogers, Rogers with an AK. That's such a sick, that's such a sick line. And for people listening to check out the artwork too. It's like uh Mr. Rogers and like everything's on fire in the background. It's a cool fun fact. That, that is cool. actually the city from Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Everything it's, is fine. <clears throat> that where did, that's where'd that line up? come from? Um before I let you go, because I feel bad that I've kept you guys over, man. And I know nah, you're good. You're good. Where'd that line come from about Mr. Rogers with an AK? Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, like honestly. Well, I wanted it to be like, you know what I mean? Funny. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted it to be like we're in your we're in your fucking <laughs> face with yeah. an AK, but I got a sweater vest on and yeah. I'm like, yo, just have a good day. Though, you know what I mean? Have a good day. You know what I mean? So it was like. As a hit, a lot of the times when we make our music, I picture us like doing it, performing it. You know what I mean? So I could, I'm just fucking, especially with hooks. You know what I mean? You want the crowd to be as involved as possible. So I think I was just seeing myself screaming that shit. Don't forget to have a good day. And then I'm like, what, what, what what could go with this? Like, what would be perfect? And I think just the duality of who we are. I was like, yeah, Mr. Rogers, perfect with an AK-47. That's who we are right there. <laughs> that is hilarious, man. That 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 the position of that, like now now that you explained it, is pretty pretty awesome. Mister Rogers with an AK. It's yeah. just like <laughs> like literally one of the nicest human beings to ever walk. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just picture that, like smiling, like, smiling. Just but don't yeah. forget to have a good day, though. You know, <laughs> boom, assassinating somebody, and he's like, "All right, later, neighbor." <laughs> My neighbor. <laughs> That'd be fire, bro. See, they need to make a Hitman movie of. They made a stupid ass Hitman movie of Santa Claus. They need to make a Hitman movie of Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. That's <laughs> stupid. You know, it'd have been sick that if if he if he showed up in Sound of Freedom, that fucking child trafficking movie, and he's like, "I'm the dude hunting motherfuckers down." <laughs> Didn't one of the guys made that get arrested? Like one of yeah. the guys. Funded the one of the investors oh, for child trafficking. Sound of freedom. Yeah, he he got he was arrested for like some kind of child pornography shit. What? Mm-hmm. It was an wow. investor, an investor of the movie, like somebody that was like, wow. yeah, fuck yeah, I want to see this movie made. <laughs> it's because he was getting on the inside. Yep, and he could tear it apart from the inside. Fucking People moles, bro. Dude. Fucking bro. There's still good people left in the world, man. Like the free 100%. boys. So everybody listening, go check out Free Eight Free. Season three is season three done now because you guys did what was it, episode fifteen? So is or you still got more coming for season three? 
No, season three, um, season three won't end until the end of the year. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, uh, sounds about right. Sounds about right. We keep sounds it pretty right. simple. We started this podcast in 2021. So season one was 2021, season two, 2022, season three. And we're just going to go every year. Season four will kick <laughs> off January 2024. And uh, yeah, we're, we're not done. I know it's been a few weeks. Um, we've got a new father in the house. I don't know if he wants to announce that, but uh, we somebody's having a new, another child. Yeah, so, yeah, we talked about it. Yeah, we know. Uh, we know. He said we know. So, uh, <laughs> we, we've had a little technical difficulties moving uh, locations and whatnot, but we'll be back this week. Um, we'll have a new podcast out. Sick, man. Well, Curse Picasso Bricks, it's always fun talking to you guys, man. I hope I didn't yep. rant too much this morning. Thank you for going nah, over. Not at all, bro. Not at all. Hey, we appreciate you. Do an hour, and I got you guys for like an hour and a half, man. And I know, I know. Hell you yeah. Sick. Dog, all that stuff, man. But uh, there's a lot of crazy people out there. But uh, I'm glad. I'm glad that uh, in the the cesspool of the internet, I was able to meet good people like you guys on Instagram, man. So definitely fire. Hey, yes, sir. Same, bro. Same. That's the shit. All right, dudes. Have a good rest of the day, man. Thank you again. All right, then, big dog. Stay up, man. Have a good one, Mike. Righty dighty, there you have it. That was my conversation with Kirsten Bricks and Spicasso of the Free Boys. Make sure you go follow these guys on Instagram at the Free Boys, and that is boys with a Z. You can listen to their podcast, Free Ain't Free, wherever you get your podcasts, and you can also follow them on Twitch. The links to all of their stuff will be in the podcast description for this episode. So just scroll down to the bottom of that podcast description. Hit those links and go follow and support my friends and the free boys. You will not be disappointed, especially if you are a fan of great podcasting and great hip hop. And I'm not just saying that to butter their bread because they were kind enough to make their third appearance and definitely not their last appearance on March 4th, but because I genuinely have a lot of respect for these guys as humans and as guys on the mic, man, like I said, as entertainers, as rappers, as people. Uh, I'm really digging what they're doing, man. Um, you know, please go back and, and check out their back catalog. Uh, like I said, the last time we chopped it up last year, Before I Leave came out. And since then, they've just been hitting the ground running with more music, man. From Menudo Music Volume 1, if you want some Latin influence, Takeout Box, Have a Good Day, To My Death. I, I mean, it's great, man. There's some Eastern influence in Takeout Box and Have a Good Day in terms of the beat style. To My Death has a really cool piano intro. And like I said, it's it's got kind of like, if, if you were watching a movie, it's got kind of a cinematic experience to it where it's like, it's that scene where it's like the dude's walking in that you don't want to mess with and he means business, you know? And it's like, oh, snap, here he comes. Uh, but, I, but I love the vibe to my death. And, uh, you know, we talked about have a good day uh, with, with Mr. Rogers and, and that whole concept. Um, it, it was just a lot of fun getting these guys back on the show, man. And, and I'm really excited for all of them. Once again, shout out to Spicasso and his wife, for welcoming another healthy baby girl to their family. That's awesome. Congrats, you guys. Um, and, and just it's just all love all the way around, man, for real. Um, it, it's really cool when you're able to connect with people from across the world. I know social media gets a bad rap, and honestly, for, for good reason in a lot of ways, because there's a lot of vit vitriol out there. 
but at the same time, there's a lot of really good people too. And I've been very fortunate via Instagram to connect with uh, some really awesome people. And the Free Boys are definitely among them. And again, I subscribe to their podcast, Season 3, out now, wherever you get your podcast, Free Ain't Free. Um, it's a great listen, especially if you if, if you love just entertaining talk that, that goes in a lot of different directions. Uh, it, it really is like listening to three friends just chopping it up around the water cooler because that's exactly what it is. And that authenticity shines through, and I think that's why those guys have been able to grow their podcast and grow their Twitch stream audience uh, because they're real dudes, man, talking about you know everything from conspiracy theories to real things going on in the world to music to friendship, everything, man. So yeah, man, uh, I, I have a lot of respect for these cats. So once again, at the free boys with a Z on Instagram, free ain't free season three out now, follow them on Twitch, follow them on all their socials. The links to all their stuff will be in the podcast description for this episode. And for me, once again, you can follow me on Instagram at March 4th pod on YouTube at March 4th pod. My website is March 4th.podbean.com. The links to all of my stuff are in the podcast description as well. And once again, if you liked what you heard, even though I hate begging for this stuff, if you want to take the time to like, subscribe, tell a friend to tell a friend, lead a leave a rating and review on either Apple or Spotify, all those things go a long way in helping get the show out to more people. And I want to put more people onto the Free Boys, man, because once again, I got a lot of respect for these cats. Uh, I consider them friends, even though we've not met in person. And I look forward to the day where we do meet because uh, I think these guys would really love Nashville. And uh, who knows, maybe sooner rather than later, I'll get out to Arizona where they are, man, and, and check out the homestead out there with the Free Boys. But in any event, man, I'm glad that we were able to connect through the internet and uh, and vibe it out, man. Uh, once again, this is their third appearance on the show. It's definitely not going to be their last. And uh, yeah, so spread the word on this one if you like what you heard, man, because you know, these guys are doing big things and uh, I'm trying to do my thing over here with March 4th and, and try to inspire people to persevere and move forward and uh, chase their dreams just like the guys and the free boys are doing. So that is going to be a wrap on this week's episode. Uh, once again, man, thank you to everybody who's listening. Uh, I, I was raised not to be short of my thank yous. You know, my mom and my dad raised me right in that respect. Treat everybody the way that you want to be treated regardless of race or socioeconomic status or any of that any of that stuff out there, man, just, just be good to each other and, uh, be the first one to, to stick your hand out to, to shake someone else's. And if they don't dis decide to shake back, at least you tried, man. That's, that's try. That's like how I try to, to, to go through the world and how I try to live my life and how I operate, man. I, I, I want to leave a legacy of love behind. Uh, and, uh, this show is a big part of that, this digital archive that I've, uh, accumulated over the last few years. And uh, I, I keep saying it, but it's true. We're just getting started. I, and I, I want to continue to connect with people in a positive way all over the world and, um, you know, and, and leave, leave behind a positive ripple effect. So, uh, yeah, I hope these conversations are inspiring to you. And like I said at the jump, you know, if things are tough right now, know that they do get better. And that is uh, coming from somebody who has personal experience with it. You know, uh, I've got a great family. Uh, I've got a great circle of friends. Um, I've got, I've got people who support me and believe in me and, and it's growing. And, uh, one person in particular lately who is just making me smile from ear to ear. And, I, and I'm so grateful for that person to, to have come into my world. Um, and, and I'm, I'm really grateful to be part of theirs as well. Uh, and it just goes to show you what happens when you just put positivity out there and, and, and what you get back to you, you know, whatever you radiate, uh, whatever you give off, I really think, you know, comes back. 
Uh, and I think it comes back even greater than, than what you gave off because I, I think the universe is working in our favor, man. So if you're struggling right now, trust me when I say it gets better, just take time to, to write down your goals, write down what you want, take time to be grateful and write down who and what you're grateful for as well, because those things are important. And I think when you, when you get it out of your head, you put it on paper, it becomes a tangible thing, man, instead of just bouncing around between the ears. And that's, that's coming from somebody who's, who's battled with anxiety his entire life, man. So, you know, just, just don't quit. Don't quit on yourself. Don't quit on the people who love you. Don't quit on your dreams. So on that note, I'm going to say what I always say is a tribute to my gramp. Keep the faith and be kind to one another. Courtesy of my dudes in the Free Boys, here is their latest single, To My Death. Peace. To my I said I'm fed up, pulling yeah. this liquor, I think I'm messed up. Swerving through my mind like I was Musk inside a Tesla. Yes, sir. I beat the fucking beat like I was Questler. The rhythm be my voice, it hovers right beside the snare drum. I, um, never apologize for the past, cause it made me who I am today. I hope you understand, mom, that I can't leave this game behind us in my bluff. And I put this on my chest, it's now a part of who I am. And my flow, colder than the snow atop a ski slow. Selling ice to Eskimos, I move it by the kilo. My bitch looks like a model from a center yeah. But one day she'll marry me, we'll travel along this dusty road Dressed up, with nowhere left to go and set my funeral Must be from the cars inside my brain from all these chemicals In general, when free boys speak, it's fucking meaningful A world on fat and all, but we still standing tall And that's... So red like the Loch Ness, not a motherfucker breathing that could top this. Swear you itty bitty rappers with your hot hits. Think you got the keys to the profits, bitch? I got the lockpick. Quit the nonsense, so we fast like we mock six. Raise a little bit of hell like I'm Pox Kid. Feed up like I'm G'd up, calling mob hits. Poor kids be the leaders, sipping leaders. See we bumping Charlie, no cow in the scene, inside the Camino. Everybody dying for freedom, nobody free though. Quick to get my hand on some chips, ain't talking Fritos. Put a million up for my kids. Before I see no To everybody talking that shit Go ahead and eat those This big slicker than Rick So suavecito Even quicker to rip up the ligaments In your rodillo No more mercy for these weak foes Off the clico Killer, but don't push me. Free always been and always will be. We ain't stopping till we stacking to the ceiling. Free boys in the building. So you know there's gotta be rapping the air. Team spirit nights, grab the pump and be stuck to your chair. The beef rare, slaughter opponents on sight. I'm from a city where the rap money gathered at night. 
Most don't fight, they just point and laugh. Shoot first, they don't hit the gas. That's just life, dog. No second guessing, our plan is to keep a step in the recting. Intercepting, turning greed into a blessing. If you plotting kids, stop it. You can't plan death clocks. Watch them, homie. Don't trust them, dog. Your time come next. We in this game to prosper. Adversity at its finest. The time is now spark up. Let's change the climate. No designer, no double cup, no yes man club. Trying to get rich without pitching out these white man doves. Just crack crazy. Ain't got no class. Ain't got no.